What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome to the What's Burning Mid-Season Awards, where Jack and I will tell you our MVP up to this point, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player, Surprise Team, Coach of the Year, and second half rise on the radars presented to you by DraftKings, where we'll be talking about the midseason MVP. Who is your MVP up to this point? Right now, man, with KD being out, I got him beat. He's been playing well. He's dominating the paint. He has the 76ers at the top of the East. So right now, I'm going with him beat. I like that. Joel's at plus 300. Um, I'm taking the favorite, LeBron, right now, which is at 175. But I just think for various reasons, but more than anything, he should have more under his belt than he already has as far as the MVP goes. So he's at an all, uh, MVP caliber this year, playing great basketball. Although they had a little lull with AD out, LeBron has still been able to you know, maintain his level of excellence. Who's your dark horse in this uh, MVP race? You know, I bet on Donovan Mitchell. You know, He has a great chance with crazy odds. Being able to finish the season at the top of the Western Conference, he has a great shot at winning the MVP. And uh, I think if they can continue to to win games and, and, and continue to, to, to keep that spread and let the wins away from everybody else, he has a good shot. Well, Donovan Mitchell's at plus 6,000, which, you know, for the people who are new in this space, that's 60 to 1 odds. So you put a dollar down, you win 60. You put 10 down, you get 600. You do the math. Uh, my dark horse is James Harden. Although KD coming back might affect that, James Harden is plus 4,000. Uh, and what he's been able to do with that team has been a tremendous, you know, and he definitely picked up his defense. Offense goes without saying. His playmaking ability is off the charts. Although those guys are long shots, if you're confident in a Donovan Mitchell or a James Harden, put your money where your mouth is because those odds right now are great. You'll definitely be able to make some bread if one of those guys come out and end up winning MVP. Next up, Jack, Rookie of the Year. Who do you got up to this point? I got Anthony Edwards, man. Uh, I had him at the beginning of the season. I think Ooh, as he okay. continues to play, he will continue to grow on his team. They're starting to give him uh, the keys to the team, let him do more things with Russell being out. you know. And I think uh, this is somebody that they can grow with and help build this organization. You don't want to let this kid go. He's going to continue to get better. And as you see the plays he's making, You've never seen some of these plays made by rookies. So I'm excited to see see him grow. Man. I got him for rookie of the year right now. 
Definitely dunk of the year at this point, uh, what he did to that poor kid from Toronto. Um, I'm sticking with my choice uh, from the beginning of season two. LaMelo, his numbers as a starter are up, you know, around the 18-point a game range and across the board, rebounds and assists. He looks great. To me, it's just about the excitement he's brought to that team. And obviously, Gordon Hayward coming and doing what he does has been great for that team. But LaMelo plays with so much confidence and energy, and I think that's contagious. And he has those young boys, you know, is a key reason why Charlotte is in the playoff hunt. So I got my pick, original pick. You got your original pick. Uh, we'll see what happens come into the season. Who's your surprise team? Uh, my surprise team is definitely Utah. I didn't mm -hmm. expect Utah to be at the top of the league. I didn't expect them to be the playing the way they're playing. Uh, I knew they had a great team. I knew they had the great coach, Coach Snyder. But I didn't expect them to be at the top of the West coming uh, halfway, midway point of the season. So they definitely surprised me. Them boys are playing great. Uh, their ball movement and their ability to shoot the threes is going to keep them uh, at the top of the West. Um, I have the Phoenix Suns, a team that's been struggling uh, since Devin Booker um, has been drafted there. Um, I always thought Dev was wasting his talent there. But uh, James Jones went out and got Chris Paul, which has completely revamped the franchise, uh, put some new energy and life in him. Uh, Devin Booker was recently named an all-star, um, replacing Anthony Davis. Um, but I love what CP's been able to bring to that team. I love that what Monty Williams is doing with that team. And they've just been a fun team. And, and if you think at the very beginning of the season, I said this was going to be my surprise team. So not necessarily a su uh, uh, surprise now after seeing how consistent uh, and well they've been playing of late. But um, I love to see the Chris Paul effect over there in Phoenix. Next up, Coach of the Year. Who do you have for your Coach of the Year? Well, I'm pretty sure we're going to agree on this. Monty Williams is my coach of the year. You, mm. you just said everything that I need to say. What he's done <laughs> in Phoenix, the, the, the moves right. they were able to make, the, they're able to bring this team together in a short time. I salute Monty Williams. He's always been one of my guys who I wish had a, was, was a head coach in this league, and he got another shot, and he's doing a great job. So salute to Monty Williams. That was definitely uh, my coach of the year as well, uh, Monty Williams. I mean, you could look at Quinn Snyder and, and what Utah has done, and he's going to get a lot of looks. You can look at uh, Doc Rivers and what Philly has done. But I think, you know, to bring this team, you know, from the depths of the Western Conference to a top four team, starting on the defensive end, um, and then, like I said, what Chris brings on the offensive end, um, you know, salute to Monty Williams and what he's been able to do along with Chris Paul and Devin Booker uh, turning the Phoenix Suns franchise around. Last but not least – a team on the second half you think will be on the rise? Well, we talked about it earlier. I'm going with the Celtics. They're going to get mm -hmm. smart back at the, at the beginning of March. They're going, to, they're going to have a full team. They're going to be healthy. And things are going to start rolling smooth. Kimba's just coming back. He's not all the way back in shape. So I see the Celtics coming back to the team they were last year. Jalen Brown and Tatum are going to come out and continue to lead this team back to the Eastern Conference somewhere close to the finals, if not the finals. So I think they'll be on the rise come second half. Agreed. Completely agreed. You know, this is the dog days of the season, and, and there's some slippage normally. Normally this happens in, you know, early to mid-January leading up to All-Star break. All-Star break has been changed this year, so it just flipped months. And, you know, now it's mid-February leading into March where this is just guys are ready for a break. You know, guys have been hurt for Boston. As we mentioned earlier, their core guys have only played two games um, together in uh, Kemba, Smart, Tatum, and Brown. So mm -hmm. I definitely think there's no need to panic in Boston. Um, although I would start Williams at center, a kid's athletic, rebounding machine, block shots, jumping guy. But, uh, you know, I think second half of the season, this team will be fine and look for them to finish strong uh, to close the season out. 
Well, closing out our What's Burning Mid-Season Awards, we have our fan questions. Jack, let's get to it. First question from Cody.Coppinger. What is the biggest adversity you had to overcome in your career in the league, and how did you both overcome the odds and end up on top? Uh, I think me just being labeled. Uh, I was labeled so many things in my NBA career that I was not. You know, I just had to continue to play basketball and continue to show them that I belong in this game. So many people tried to make it about other things but basketball, and uh, it kind of it kind of put a, a dark cloud over me during my career at times. But I kept, I stayed positive. I kept playing basketball, and one thing about it, they couldn't take that away from me. So I kept playing the game uh, the way I could, and uh, that kind of got me back to to where I needed to be. Obstacle, I would say, was just getting an opportunity early in my career. Um, you know, being called up to the Clippers, playing well there, and then deciding to go to Sacramento. And then being the Chris Webber trade kind of put me on a carousel where, you know, for three or four years, I didn't really get a chance to play. And, uh, you know, some doubt crept in. But, you know, I just kept grinding and believed in myself and ended up making a 14-year career out of it. So, you know, we've definitely both overcome adversity. And similar with you, you know, overcoming labels was was something that at the end of the day, I used, I got labeled, but I just embraced it. I was like, all right, you motherfuckers want me to be the bad guy? I'm going to show you a bad guy. So I was able to embrace my label and ride out with it. You were able to overcome your label and show people who you really are. And that's why we're both here. Next steps. Next fan question. Demi Spexato. In your opinion, why does the league forget about supreme veteran bucket getters like Jamal Crawford and Isaiah Thomas, who can still help a team today? That's a good question. And I really wonder the answer as well. You know, the only thing I could point to is the league is young now. Very young. You know, you see Steph Curry being the oldest player on the Warriors at 32. When Jack and I came in the league, there was vet vets, guys 36, 37, 38, 39, 40 sometimes. And whether they were contributing to the team still or not, they were still contributing to the team, whether their numbers showed it or not with their veteran leadership and their ability to mentor younger guys and just help uh, organizations out from that standpoint. Uh, they've gone away from that. In particular with, you know, Jamal Crawford and Isaiah Thomas, guys that can definitely still put the ball in the hole. And for some reason or not, you know, they, they don't get the nod anymore. So all I would say to that is it's just a, it's the, the league age is a lot younger now, and that is going to eliminate a lot of veterans and veteran leadership. Yeah, I think they both should be in the game. Um, they can't make excuses. It used to always be about Jamal Crawford's defense. Nobody plays defense in the league now. Uh, if you put any one of these guys in front of Jamal Crawford, he can score on any one of them. Take so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just the way they, 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 they play in the game right now, but we all know it's bullshit. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Last question from uh, Hydroplane. Which five young players do you think will take the top spot once LeBron and or KD are gone? Whose league is it? Uh, oh, man, it's, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, we don't know. How long KD's going to play? I mean, I, I really think it's going to be KD's lead when LeBron steps mm -hmm. down. But then you got guys like James Harden, Greek Freak. You know, you never know uh, who might rise. Kyrie might take over. Uh, you got guys like uh, Zion. Zion might explode. You know, uh, it's, it's so many Luka. different guys. Luca. you know what I mean? But yeah. it's, that's, a, that's something that's hard to predict, barring injury, barring anything can happen. Uh, you just got to wait and see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, you just know the league is in good hands. Obviously, once LeBron steps down, and who really knows when he's going to step down? You know, there's talks right. of him playing into his 40s. He's only 36. So, you know, it's LeBron's league right now. It'll be his league until he's done. Uh, I think next in line, or possibly 
I can't say it'll be his league before until he's done because, like I said, I think once KD is 100% healthy, KD was on exactly. the verge of having it, having it be his league before he tore his Achilles. And I don't care what no one says, and that's no disrespect to LeBron. LeBron's greatness speaks for itself, but KD is at that level now. And uh, if he's able to get 100% healthy, uh, I think it'll be KD's league sooner than later. And then after that, like you said, it's a crapshoot, whether it's Greek Freak, whether it's Luka. Whether it you know Tatum and Brown are on uh, on the rise, Zion is on the rise. You know you mentioned Harden and Kyrie are two of the best players we've ever seen. So tough question. We're gonna have to wait and see. But I definitely think next in line is KD. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.